Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode four of Therapy Thoughts. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm your host and the therapist behind Therapy Thoughts. We're going to talk about all things self-care. And this episode is brought to you by MindfulCounselingSchool.com. I have launched a school where you can purchase courses from me on a specific topic. Currently, we have two courses up. The first course is a mindfulness course. It's based on a one-hour webinar I hosted just about a week or two ago, and I cover one hour of mindfulness content. The second course is also up. It's self-care, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Again, a one-hour format. Um, I did a live webinar. I recorded it, and you can purchase that on mindfulcounselingschool.com. It's a one-hour in-depth look into all things self-care. My courses are a budget-friendly and time-friendly way for you to get access to the things I teach my clients in therapy and the things I've taught my students in my psychology courses. So for those of us who don't have time to dedicate or resources to dedicate to therapy or college education, I'm hoping that these crash courses can be helpful to you. Um, I will be adding new topics every week. Coming up, we have an emotional regulation course that will be published this Friday. After that, I have an intuitive eating course, which I think is going to be really helpful and a popular one. Next, after that, we have body image and then a self-love, self-compassion, perfectionism course. So you have those to look forward to. Today, let me tell you about self-care, get you uh, introduced to the idea and why self-care is so important. As I taught my webinar this past week, I used the analogy that just like when you're on a plane, you need to put on your own mo- oxygen mask first before trying to help others. I mean, we've all heard that, but I think it's really interesting to consider why that's the case. Those flight attendants give you these pre-flight safety instructions, and they tell you if there's cabin pressure changes, you have to put the oxygen mask that's going to drop down on your face before you help other people. Now, in that scenario, are any of us going to say, yo, that's selfish, or I can't afford that, or that doesn't make any sense? What a horrible person. Because those are the kind of things we say when we think about self-care. But I think putting your oxygen mask on your face in the case of cabin pressure changes is not a selfish thing. It is self-care. The instruction is, is going to save your life. And it goes against most parents' instincts, right? So if you've ever flown, you have to really understand why they advise this. It's because if your kids lose consciousness, they're still going to be breathing. But if you lose consciousness, you won't be available to help your kids. So I, I think of this as a very literal, a literal comparison to self-care. If you run out of consciousness up in the air, compare that to self-care here in your day-to-day life. You are going to pass out. You will lose consciousness if you're not taking care of number one. 
if you are one of those people who runs around taking care of everything and everyone else except themselves, you're going to lose consciousness. Maybe not literally, right? But figuratively. Think about your spiritual consciousness, your emotional consciousness. And physical, I mean, we really do get run down if we neglect our own needs. So you won't be able to help other people. You won't be available to support other people if you're not even able to take care of yourself. So that's why we talk about self-care. I mean, if, if you want to love yourself and you want to love your life and have stable mental health, you kind of have to be interested in your own needs and taking care of yourself. But I mean, the, the struggle is super real. In my course on mindfulcounselingschool.com, we talk about this and how it's hard. And why it's such a struggle. I mean, most of us are super busy. And self-care can feel like just one more to-do item. Like, how do we treat this as something we really integrate as, as a value system and as something we prioritize so it doesn't feel like just another task or obligation? So we have to kind of wrestle with that idea. We also have a lot of self-defeating beliefs that might be fighting against our good intentions. So you might be getting super stoked like, oh yeah, I don't want to be unconscious. I want to help other people. That means I got to take care of number one. But I'm really curious about the self-defeating beliefs behind the curtain. You know, what's the Wizard of Oz whispering behind the scenes to you? What have you heard about self-care? What do you believe about self-care? Or, or even deeper than that. And here's, what I, here's where I would go in a therapy session. What do you believe about your worth? What did you learn growing up? What messages did your parents teach you, your teachers your siblings, your, your spiritual or religious community? What did you learn from the world about your worth and, your, and your, um, the expectation that you deserve to be taken care of? So those beliefs, I think, are the real nitty-gritty and, and trying to challenge those. Are, 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 that's a crucial part of this because you're not going to be able to do the things that meet your needs if you don't think you deserve being taken care of. So it can be hard to believe our needs deserve to be met. It can be hard to execute self-care plans. We're busy people. But the problem is by neglecting ourselves, we have breakdowns, mental breakdowns, emotional breakdowns, physical, spiritual breakdowns. And most of us just cannot afford to crash and burn. So self-care is a philosophical approach and a paradigm shift, in my opinion. It's not just getting your nails done. One big myth we have to bust is self-care is not synonymous with pampering. In fact, that could be considered not even self-care if it's getting in the way of really meeting your needs, right? But you can't crash and burn. You deserve to have peace of mind. You deserve to have your needs met. And so the answer is self-care. It's a consistent, gentle tuning in to your needs. And so here's one big point of the course. I am worth taking care of. That's your affirmation and homework if you're listening to this podcast. Take a second and breathe that in. I am worth taking care of. And whatever BS is coming into your mind right now that's arguing that, say, I hear you, but I've always heard you. and I'm going to try to hear something else. I'm worth taking care of. I want you to really remember grace and self-compassion when it comes to this topic. I mean, there's no perfect algorithm of self-care. And I talk about that in the course, that you have to be really kind because there's, there's good days and bad days. And some days we're really tuned into our needs and other times we're not. So it fluctuates. You got to be cool with that. Um, 
And mostly the take-home message is your needs matter and you are worth taking care of. I think when most people think of self-care, a big myth that they buy into is that self-care is selfish. And so let me bust that before I share anything else. I'm really, I'm a really big fan of critical thinking. When I hear something that's all or nothing or this is the way things are, my natural tendency is to, uh, to criticize it, to, to critically think. Is that 100% true? Are there other ways to think about that? So when someone says self-care is selfish, here's a couple things I want you to think about because here's what I've thought about. To The idea of, of being selfish means you don't care about other people and you put yourself first at other people's expense. I talk about this in the first uh, or second episode. I think it's the second episode of the podcast of how that's, it doesn't make sense that loving yourself is, is selfish. It's the same with self-care. Taking care of yourself doesn't mean you don't care about other people. It doesn't mean that no one else matters or that their needs also don't matter. But it means that yours matter and that you make a priority for everyone else in your life. You also are going to start making yourself a priority. So practicing self-care does not mean you're making a choice between yourself and other people. And I think that's the fear, right? And even when I say things like you got to take care of number one, that doesn't mean no one else gets taken care of. That doesn't even mean you have to take care of yourself first. It just means you're going to meet your needs at some point. And hopefully it's before you have a freaking breakdown and end up in the hospital, right? But I think that's very literally the point where most of us will start to say we deserve self-care. We have to be in the freaking hospital or have a total mental breakdown. And this is the biggest myth, right? That it's selfish. So if you are not taking care of yourself, you're going to end up in this cycle of deprivation and you're going to be depleted emotionally, energetically. Your emotional reserves are going to be totally swamped or not swamped, but rather empty. So then how do you act? If you're drained, if you have no energy, if you're emotionally tanked, then that's when you become cranky and frustrated and selfish. That's what's so ironic about all of this is we say self-care makes you selfish for some weird reason. It doesn't even make sense. But the actuality is by neglecting yourself and not caring for yourself, that's what's going to make you selfish. So then we're looking to others to nourish us. Meet my needs. Take care of me. Replenish me. Um, So any of your efforts to like sacrifice really actually makes you vulnerable to being selfish. However, if you meet your own needs, then you're going to have more energy to give to other people. So there's really nothing greater you can give than being an inspired, well-nourished, balanced, filled-up person. You're going to be a lot more willing and able and capable of supporting those around you. I think most of us want that. Most of us value that. So it's not selfish. Um, That's a big barrier most of us have to overcome. I mentioned this earlier, it does, it's not pampering. Um, I go through a whole list of other myths that we have to overcome as I talk about self-care on the Mindful Counseling School website. Because um, those myths, I think, get in the way. 
And earlier, as I talked about those beliefs that you have deep down, what did you learn about self-care? I think those go beyond myths. It's not just day-to-day things we might kind of shallowly think. Those are the deeper things. When you think about taking care of yourself and when you think I'm worth taking care of, I'm worthy of taking care of myself, my needs matter. Because again, that's the take-home message. Self-care is meeting your needs. So what are the deeper beliefs you have about that? And having to unwind those and challenge those and build awareness of those is really important. Because every day as you decide, hey, what are my needs and how do I meet those? Any resistance that comes up from those, those deeper self-defeating beliefs is going to have to be challenged. You're going to have to meet it with a new belief and a new, and a new intention. So if we're going with the, well, I really believe it's selfish and I don't think I'm worthy, then you're going to have to challenge that. Is that 100% true? Where does that belief come from? Is that belief still needed? Is it still helpful in your life? And the answer is probably no. And then do I still need that? What's a belief I would prefer and that I could replace that with instead? What's going to serve me and the people around me? But I mean, that's, that's cognitive behavior therapy for you. Like a day-to-day awareness of my thoughts and how they're making me feel and how to change those. I'll do a whole podcast on that in the future. Uh, not sure when, but tuning in to the thoughts you're having and being able to challenge them, being able to challenge the beliefs that's, that sabotage your self-care efforts is a really important part of this. Uh, in the course, we go through some of those beliefs more in depth. We talk about resistance. What happens if you're moving forward and you're, you, know, you have some steam for a while and you're doing good on self-care and you're feeling like you're back to yourself and really filled up? What happens when things get in the way? Um, we talk about navigating that and really when self-care becomes a coping mechanism and like we're numbing out, like maybe we turn to alcohol too heavily and we're numbing out and it's not even really self-care. Um, I talk about how to, to pay attention to those types of behaviors Uh, If you're caring for yourself versus just coping and numbing out using behaviors that really aren't meeting your needs, but rather just are are getting you through times when you're so drained. So true self-care, one, meets your needs, and two, helps you in the long run. So you may not like it, but it's in your best interest. Like going to the dentist, that would be self-care. Drinking eight ounces, eight ounce glasses, I don't know how much water you're supposed to drink what is it, eight glasses of eight ounces or something? That's self-care. Drink your water. Google how much you're supposed to have. Or rather, listen to your body. (laughs) It's going to tell you when you're thirsty, right? So those are all self-care things. Um, They're different than numbing behaviors where we totally check out or just trying to kind of like cope and survive. I want you to not have to get to that coping, just surviving place. I want you to thrive with a consistent self-care routine or rhythm where you're really in tune to how you're thinking, how you're feeling, and you're able to respond to that. And then self-care is whatever you need, what's going to meet your various needs. And I break that all down in the course. So if this is if this is speaking to you and you're like, yeah, I want some more ideas. In the course, I go more in depth. We talk for an hour, like I've said. I give you a list of ideas for self-care varieties. I give you a list um, and some activities to journal and to do to help you really tune into what you need. So we talk about identifying your needs Because like I've said, that's what self-care is. It's meeting your needs. So I give you a list of needs and how to do that. I give you a list of values and how to figure out what your values are. Um, 
So if self-care is your jam, or rather it's not your jam, and you need some support in having better balance, I think I think this will help you out. Um, and maybe this podcast is giving you some ideas. So at, at least you're getting something out of this. Come up with at least five self-care um, things that you can do this week. What are five needs that you know you need met? And what are five things you can do to meet those? So let's say you haven't been working on your fitness and you want to be moving your body and you're feeling sluggish and tired because of that. Listen to your body. Maybe it wants to go dancing or it's beautiful outside because it's finally spring and it wants to go walk around for a certain amount of time. That would be a need saying, hey, I need this and I'm going to find a way to prioritize this. And here's a plan and a specific way I can meet that need. Or maybe you really need more rest. And you can find a way to take a nap. Maybe that means you have to turn off your cell phone or delete social media for a day just to decompress. That would be self-care. So think of a couple other things. Maybe you're feeling too helter-skelter and your anxiety's up and your mind's racing. You've been super busy with work or school. So maybe you want to prioritize meditation and say, that's how I'm going to care for myself today. I don't want this to feel like an obligation or something that's overwhelming, like I have to meditate every day the rest of the year. But instead, can you do a 60-second meditation? Can you breathe 10 deep, thoughtful breaths? So make this realistic and make it meeting your needs because that's that's the essence of self-care. It's taking care of those needs and making sure that you're okay so you don't freaking pass out. That's the whole point. So... That's self-care in a nutshell. I hope that you get some ideas from this. Uh, As always, check me out on social media. I'm at Mindful Counseling on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter. I'm not really huge on Twitter. I don't really know how to to do the whole Twitterverse, but it's Tiffany Rowe CMHC. You can also check out my website. It's mindfulcounselingutah.com. I'm not currently taking counseling clients, so that's why I'm working on these courses and this podcast so I can reach more people and support more folks. Um, I do have a couple of associates who work with me. So if you're trying to get in more uh, traditional counseling, you can contact us through my Instagram or through my website, mindfulcounselingutah.com. And if you want the self-care course, head over to mindfulcounselingschool.com. All right, my friends, I'm so excited to keep this going. My goal is to give you a podcast once a week. Um, The goal of mine is to get the dogs not to bark and the baby not to cry. So we'll see how it goes. Until next time, may you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.